0: Good evening. You're listening to K Tahoe. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin.
1: Good evening. Happy Monday, everybody. You like that daylight savings thing? Uh, yeah, well, it's kind of kind of weird. I liked waking up with the sun though this morning because I slept in a little bit today. Nice, you know? nice. So that was nice. But uh, we are excited to offer you a political free, propaganda free, union free, strike free show today for 15 minutes I like of it. peace I like in it. your day. Uh, we promise not to talk about anything that's been annoying you on the air, uh, on TV, in the mailbox uh, for the next 15 minutes. So um, today we're talking about motivation. And uh, this is a, a topic that was brought up by one of my friends in town, David Smith. I, every once in a while I'll put out on Facebook, hey, I need some um, I need some fodder for the show. Who's having an issue? <laughs> what do you need? And so he emailed me last night and, or Facebooked me and said, hey, how about motivation? And I said, what Say more about that, David. He said how to get it, how to sustain it, you know, how to keep it going. So, I like David. Yeah, me too. So he's, he's actually making a Nourish app for me. Nice. He's so, yeah, good at that. pretty soon I'm going to have a Nourish app. You guys can all go on. I'm figuring out how to get my podcast on so you can listen to The Bright Side and Jen and I all the time. So that'll be exciting. So um, talking about motivation, one of the key things with motivation is figuring out um, where you're going. So you've heard me say this before. If you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. <laughs> and, um, and basically what I mean by this is that it's very hard to get motivated to do something if you don't really understand where you're going or why you're going. Okay. Right? So you want to get really clear about what your goal is. Where am I going? What am I trying to do? Um, and that can be very, like, on a simple level in terms of your to do list, or that can be on a grand level in terms of what you're trying to make your life look like. Uh-huh. So, um, but once you do that and um, you know where you're going and you've been intentional about setting that direction, then each decision you make either gets you closer to that goal or further away. Yes. So it becomes very easy then to decide, you know, what to do. So if, you're, um, if your goal is to get more clients, for your business and your, um, you know, you choose to sleep in and go into work at noon, and you know, work on some side project and not call anybody. Does that get you closer or further from getting new clients? I would say it gets you further. Gets you further. Just away, a guess. Just a guess. Right. So then, um, so when you realize that, like, oh, well. How did I spend my day today? You can reflect back and say, well, I, you know, worked on that little side project and I went in late and hmm, that, that didn't get me any closer to getting new clients. So what can I do differently tomorrow? So once you start becoming aware, because I think the first piece of motivation comes with awareness, right? I think, well, yeah, we, you know, it's funny. We were talking a little bit about
0: that off the air on a whole other subject, but yeah, unless you know, unless you have awareness, nothing really helps.
1: Right. And so, so if you know where you're going to go and you know why you want to go there, then um, it's very easy to make decisions that will either get you closer or further away. And if you're making decisions that get you further away, um, then you want to think about like, why am I not doing this? Do I really not care? And this is a show we did a few weeks ago, but um, am I not changing things because I don't care because I'm scared or because I'm lazy? Like really, that's for a little bit of all of it, or a little bit of all of them. So you want to ask those questions and and realize like what's getting in my way here? What's yeah. stopping my motivation? Am I just lazy, or am I afraid? Or okay.
0: can I stop you there for a second? Because I, I don't remember, and you can maybe refresh my memory. Yep, yep. If it's lazy, how do you get past that?
1: Well, you have to just um, first of all recognize that, right? Like I I really um, I I'm really lazy, and so I just um, I. When I find that I'm lazy, it's usually because I just don't care enough. Okay. Right? So it's a, it's a motivation thing in terms of, like, I really don't want things to be different. Okay. Right? Because if I'm too lazy to do it, obviously I don't care that much about the outcome. Okay. In my opinion. So
0: it kind of strings right back to not caring.
1: Right. So it strings right back to that. So, um, but so the key is if you want things to be different, then you have to say like, yes, I do want things to be different. And if you find that you're constantly coming up and hitting the wall of laziness, you want to ask yourself, do I really want things to be different? Because I'd probably be motivated more if I, if I really wanted to change things. But if I don't, well, then I don't. And sometimes just being honest with yourself and not making excuses and saying, yeah, I guess I really don't want things to be different. It'll elicit two responses. It'll either elicit the response of you getting all defensive and angry, like, of course, I want things to be different. And then it'll start a little fire in you and you'll start fighting for things to be different. Or you'll be like, yeah, actually, I guess I really don't care about that. That must have been someone else's idea for me and (laughs) not my idea for me. So don't care. Right. So it sounds um, like it makes sense. Yeah. So know where you're going at start, to start with and then ask yourself each with each decision that you make and each action that you take. Is it getting me closer or further? Um, another piece here is now that we have these. Um, a lot of people are entrepreneurs now. A lot of people work from home um, and we kind of have this 24 hour work day. Yeah. You don't know anything about that, do you? No, not at all.
0: Not at all, no.
1: (laughs) Because in radio, there's a start and an end, right?
0: Yeah.
1: No, so um, Jen works all the time. And the thing is, is that when when you work for yourself or when you work for somebody and you work at home, um, it stretches out your day. And so your day goes from, you know, what used to be, eight to five in an office setting is now, you know, you wake up at seven, you check your email while you're laying in bed, you get up, you have breakfast, you get online a little bit, you know, you work throughout the day, Um, You might work through lunch, then the, you know, comes home at night, then you get your laptop out after dinner, you know, and so it's like your day never ends. It never
0: stops. We work more now than we ever have.
1: Right. And so what happens is there's a high level of burnout, but worse than the burnout piece is this idea that you, you become very, um, ineffective. And I like to, I have a metaphor that I use, which is like, um, you become like a, a cup of iced tea that has been sitting out in the sun for a few hours. Right. So you get very diluted in your effect on your work because you're, um, because you're working all the time. Like you just, you lose that, that motivation that you get when you're in the office. I only have until five o'clock tonight. So I got to crank this out and get it done. Yeah. Right. Because once I'm gone, I'm gone. Right? So you lose that because it's like, oh, well, I could do it later after dinner. That happens so much. You know, and then you just get this really kind of lackadaisical process loop going and, and progress loop. And, and you're slow. You're just slow and you're less effective. So it's better to create a start and an end to your work day. And if you work at home, it's even more important. If you have an office, like I actually ended up for my practice, I started at home. And then it was like, I need a place to go. Like I need to separate work and life. Because I really liked what I did. So mm-hmm. it was harder to say no to it and like yeah. turn it off. Um, so I got an office and now I go in from nine to four. And when the day's over, the day is over. I get home and it's different. And once in a blue moon, I'll check emails at night or take a call, but it's not a regular thing. That's right? smart. And it keeps me really focused because, you know, at four o'clock when I got to leave to get the, bus, the kids from the bus, it's I mean, it better over. be done or it's waiting till tomorrow. So at about two o'clock, I really kick it into high gear and I get about five hours worth of work done in two hours. It's just how I work. But you got to figure out what works for you. So create a start and an end to your workday. Now, if you're one of those people who has a full-time job and you've got a little side hustle going, which a lot of us do in Tahoe because that's sometimes what it takes to work here, Then you want to create boundaries around that side time. So when you get home, you might say, okay, Wednesday and Thursday night for um, two hours after dinner, I'm going to crank out these two projects or Sunday afternoon is going to be my time to do this. So you actually create that space for that time and you set boundaries around it so that it creates like the same kind of um, friction and motivation that it would if you had a start and an end to your work day, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that's important. That's a way to kind of tweak that if you've got multiple things going on. Um, Then next here, you've heard me say this a few times, but be present or be absent, but don't be both. This is a quote that uh, my friend Gretchen Pisano introduced me to. And um, it's the idea is that if you're going to do something, be there and be present and do it. And if you have to step away, then step away. But don't try to step away and still continue to be present because it doesn't work then you're just like working at about 10% of what you could be. That makes sense. And I think we do that a lot more than we realize. Oh, yeah. I mean, I do it. And I'm like preaching it. And I'll catch myself in the middle of it. And I'll laugh at myself. Um, because it's like I, I was in a conference a few weeks ago that I paid a good amount of money to go to. And I saw this instructor and I wanted to give her a little note and share this quote with her because she was all about mindfulness and this mm-hmm. and that. And she sat down behind me and then they put on this closing video. And it was such a beautiful video and it was so inspiring. And the whole time I'm trying to write this lady a note um, who's sitting behind me because I want to you know, share this quote with her because I think it would be really valuable for her work. And, um, and I, I catch myself mid video, like not paying attention to the video, really not paying attention to what I'm doing with the note. And so I just put everything down and I check into the video, right? The lights come up. I turn around and the gal's gone. Like she's been gone. She probably left right when the video started because her flight was leaving. So this whole time I had lost, my presence with the video (laughs) like she was already gone and I just laughed at myself I'm like what a good example of your own thing here like your own belief system to be present or be absent but don't be both and now you're you know totally violating it. And look what you got, nothing. So it was a really good reminder. Um, and we have to remind ourselves consistently. And that um, and that goes back to um, something that Zig Ziglar said. And I posted this on my Facebook, on my Nourish Facebook page a while back. And someone else, um, one of my fellow colleagues, Heidi Nord, she posted it on my page last night. But this quote about motivation and how we need it daily, just like baths,
0: (laughs) you know, this is why
1: we, we bathe daily because it's, you know, it's necessary. And that's, that's another thing here is that with motivation, you can't just get it like on Monday and then hope it's going to sustain you all week. It's not how it works. You have to consistently be motivating yourself. You have to consistently be revamping. Okay, what am I doing today? What am I trying to get done? How am I going to do it? What's the purpose behind what I'm trying to get done? What's the reason behind this? Why do I, why am I bought into this? Why am I doing it? Well, I have to because my boss said so. Okay, well, so why are you doing what your boss says? Because then I can keep my job. Okay, so why are you doing that? Because then I can put food on the table for my family. Okay, there's your purpose. Right? Like, that's what you tune into. Not the fact that your boss is making you do it. The fact that you're doing it so that you can put food on the table for your family. Right? That's right. So you want to be thinking about what's the purpose behind it. Another thing you can do is you can create motivating thoughts. So when you think about why am I going to do something? So do you have something that you have to do today, Jen? Uh,
0: Probably. Um, Yeah, I I have a meeting tonight. Okay. And, um... Make it. Yeah, there's things that need to get done. I, and today's not particularly a high stress day. day.
1: So, if you think about something you want to do, so like she's going to this meeting tonight. I want to do that, and you want to do That's that. A want meeting. Then you create a um, you create a motivating thought around that. Like I want you know, once I've gone to this meeting, I will have connected with friends, or mm-hmm. I will have done something that gives me meaning, or I will have been some part of something bigger than myself you know, you kind of search for like what's the meaning in this why am i doing this mm-hmm. and if you find that you, there's no meaning in it why are you doing it right <laughs> i mean you want to think about that because sometimes we do things just to do things and then we realize there's no meaning so um so create a motivating thought if you want to write a book but you can't you know get around to like doing the whole typing book outline <laughs> and all that spend five minutes a day writing in a journal And, you know, the motivating thought might be at least I'll have gotten started. Right. So you just want to think like, what's one motivating thought I could tell myself and then create steps that are small. I mean, I think we make a big, we challenge ourselves because we put these huge giant steps in front of us and then we wonder why we're not motivated to go after it. It's like, okay, we're today. We're going to climb Everest. How's that sound? You know, how about we just walk Taylor Creek? Like, let's start there. Exactly. And so, um, so you want to create the next steps for each of the things that you want to get done. You want to make them so small that you could get it done literally in the next 24 hours. Like you could say, oh, I could commit to that. Absolutely. I could do that. Mm-hmm. No problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you want to create that because actually doing small things will create more momentum and will help you to tackle the big things versus trying to tackle big things right off the bat. That'll actually slow you down. That Interestingly makes enough. So you want to take small steps, turtle steps. And again, if you're not sure how small, go back until you physically feel your body saying, yes, I could do that in the next 24 hours. Absolutely, beyond a shadow of a doubt, I can make that happen. Right? I like that. I could absolutely take the stairs once in the next 24 hours. I could absolutely choose salad. I could absolutely um, call one client. And see if they're interested in working with me. I could absolutely take a deep breath and, you know, calm myself down before responding to my loud, crazy children. You know, like one little thing that you could do gets you on your way. And once you do one, sometimes starting is half the battle. So don't make the starting point like the first step to Everest. Make the starting point the first step out the front door. Like make it easy so you can get that motivation going and you can get that progress loop going. And then if you're thinking about what um, if you're thinking about how to motivate other people, right there's two different kinds of motivation. According to Daniel Pink in his book Drive, there is intrinsic motivation, and he's not the guy who came up with these two types for the record. There's intrinsic motivation and there's extrinsic motivation. Now extrinsic motivation is motivation from the exterior. So it's kind of this carrot stick idea, Mm -hmm. right? If Mm -hmm. you do well, I reward you. If you don't do well, I poke you with a stick, Yep, right? And that's extrinsic. The problem is that only works for algorithmic tasks. So if it's something like you need to make 25 widgets in the next hour, rewards for that, incentives for that work. But if there's any kind of creativity that's needed, like you need to design a new widget in the next hour, Then, and you say, and if you design a good widget, then I'll give you a reward. It actually reduces the quality of the output. Interesting. Yeah. It's really interesting. So you want to work on intrinsic motivation and that's motivation that comes from the inside of people and yourself as well. And there's three elements to that. There's autonomy, which means that you have the ability, you know, the result that you need to get, but you have the ability to figure out how to get there on your own. Right. So someone's not dictating the way you have to do it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: There's mastery, which is our human desire to get better at things. Mm -hmm. And how do we know that this exists? Why do people learn to play guitar on the weekend? They are never going to get paid to play guitar, right? Most people who are learning as a side thing, they just want to master it. Yeah, You know, why do people knit? Why do people sew? Why do people paint that aren't artists for a living? Exactly. Because it brings them joy and they want to master it. Why do people play games, video games? It's (laughs) another great example. You know, that's like a mastery, (laughs) time-sucking vortex, right? So, um, but mastery, people want mastery. And then finally, the last piece of intrinsic motivation, according to Daniel Pink, is uh, purpose. And that's really figuring out, like, what's the purpose in what I do? Like, what's my bigger purpose? What I need meaning and purpose? And that's, um, in addition, that's part of your well-being domains and things that add to your well-being. So motivation here, a lot of different ways to tackle this. I've given you a bunch of different ideas. Um, We've talked about creating small steps. We've talked about um, creating a start and end to your workday. We've talked about uh, being present or being absent, but not both. So like if you're gonna do something, do that and nothing else. And then when you're done with that, switch to the next thing. And then um, set clear goals so you know where you're going because that will help you motivate more than anything being able to see and some of you, you might need a visible piece, right? You might need a something to look at. And so put together a little sheet on the wall that shows you like at the beginning of your goal. And then at the end and, you know, fill in that thermometer or whatever. Those are do. always good. Yeah, those are good. So you have a visible, but, um, but those are my tips on motivation. So thanks David Smith for the, uh, idea for the topic. And if you guys have other ideas, you can always ping us on the Facebook page at nourish life and business coaching. And you can always check out the rest of what we do on nourishlifecoaching.com or for the business side of you, nourishbusinesscoaching.com. Excellent. So this is Alexis Robin signing off from the bright side and we thank you for tuning in to our political free propaganda free show today and um, want to encourage you just at the very end to get out and vote tomorrow so that um, all of that listening to the, all the political stuff won't be for nothing. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'll see you next week. Next
0: week, same time, same place. You've been listening to Alexis Robin with The Bright Side here on K-Tahoe.